0: Please select your player.
1: New player, Tim, has joined the game. Andrew Plugin requires
2: horse mod. Luke cannot speak more than 30 frames per second. Australia's greatest podcast. Said no person ever.
0: Welcome Welcome to to Another another Dungeon. dungeon. Hey, that was my line.
3: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 16 of Another Dungeon podcast. This week joining me is Luke. Yep, that's me. And Andy's back after taking a sabbatical to get more animals in his house because he's a crazy dog, cat, bird.
0: Pretty much it. I apologise for not bringing the feminine aspect that Amelia usually brings. But, no, um, that's
3: okay. Uh, we had to let Amelia go after the Gamergate comments last week. Uh, unfortunately, we thought that would bring too much heat to our humble little podcast.
1: I maintain uh, that so she deserved it. So she, well, We
0: want exposure.
3: We want exposure.
0: We want people to listen. We want people to visit our website, just not those kinds of people.
3: Ooh, okay. And we'll move on from that. <laughs> so... <laughs> This week, this week we're going to talk a bit of uh, tablet tech uh, and not the eckies. Uh We're going to talk about Mad Max and Batman and somehow how they're linked. Andy thinks they're linked. And we're going to talk yeah. about companies losing touch with their audience. So first we're going to throw over to Luke for some talk on tablets.
1: Right, I mean it's not... I'm not just totally uh, using the fact that I recently bought one to, to pimp it, but I did recently <laughs> buy... <laughs> I did recently buy And this
0: this podcast is also not sponsored in any way by uh this company. Podcast not sponsored by Microsoft. But if they want to sponsor us, go for it, they
1: can. <laughs> I did recently yeah. buy a Surface Pro 3 to uh, to replace my aging like 5-year-old Azus laptop which weighs about probably the equivalent of about 3 fucking kilos. It's really heavy. Um and yeah, I rec- I, b- I bought it and um I, pr- I got it in the mail pretty much 2 days later, which is impressive Microsoft free express shipping. It was gl- just glorious. Uh, yeah, but it's it's an amazing little thing. And I got the i5 256 gig model. It's an SSD. It's very fast. Beautiful little thing. Um, but so far, my very favorite thing about what the Surface is and does is that it is a, is a tablet uh, that has a... You buy the keyboard and it works like a laptop. But on top of that, it runs like a desktop machine because it's built to run with sort of the equi- like the The best possible performance you could get... Out of a desktop machine that size, which is why it costs the amount of money that it does, so I can run like I'm running Illustrator and uh, <clears throat> most Adobe Software InDesign Adobe Story, which is all pretty pretty low level stuff, but on top of that, I know also other people who own the same one uh, who work in doing sort of like lighting operation for TV studios, and they'll he use the the dude I know who owns one will use it to run the software. That powers these massive lighting boards and these massive lighting setups, which is insane. They're a very, very handy piece of tech, and I've absolutely fallen in love with it. I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. <laughs> um, well,
3: it sounds like you've fallen in love with that. It's yeah
1: cool. no, it's it's, um, it it's blown good. me away. and it's you know e- easy to use, and it performs extremely well, like far better than so... probably most other laptops that I have used.
3: Why would I spend $2,500 on a tablet that I can get anywhere else? I can get an Aldi tablet for, like, 100 bucks. Well, I'm... An Aldi tablet? Yeah. What? Aldi. Huh? Aldi sell they
1: tablets. They do, actually, yeah. Who are Aldi? Aldi, the shopping centre. Not Aldi. Oh,
3: uh,
0: we don't have Aldi. Oh, right oh bloody Western Australia.
1: Oh, shit, no Aldi. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, the reason you... No, Aldi. We've
0: got IGA, Coles and Woolworths. The it, reason that's you... Sp- we don't whoop. need Aldi,
1: yeah. Sorry, no. The reason you spend like what the amount it? of money on it that you do, and I spent about one point seven grand on it, um, and and the keyboard that comes with it, which actually makes it a laptop, is literally to run 100 software
3: 150 on. Hundred and fifty dollar keyboard.
1: Yeah, it's a hundred. Like yeah, it is. It's hundred and seventy dollars. The keyboard. Whoa. But
3: it's and great. You have to yeah, buy, well, and you have to buy the uh, Cat5 adapter, is that right? What the, what the- it doesn't actually come with a network port. You have to buy a USB to net, uh, Ethernet connector.
1: Yeah, you do. But why would it come with a network port?
3: Because Ethernet's faster than wireless. But
1: it's a laptop. Like, first and foremost, it's a laptop.
3: Yeah, but you can use it at home and plug in. Do you not care about transfer speeds not
1: on a laptop my desktop is connected via wi-fi and i that's heresy to some people i know (laughs) but it's fast enough it's fast enough
3: it's not you must love offering everything in my house is wi-fi um you don't have a choice i haven't shipped cables to perth yet
0: (laughs) yeah we don't know what the indian is um it's true it's true we don't know uh, JB Hi-Fi were advertising. Are you NBN ready the other day uh, outside by my local JB Hi-Fi? And M- not em- em- emphatic on.
1: answer from everyone around that JB Hi-Fi was, what's the NBN?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Bring us ADSL. But, just, um, yeah. but, recently- but this this new, this surface sounds exciting. Uh, I I need a new laptop. My, my laptop is missing buttons. Um, it constantly sounds like it's taking off. Um, and part of my problem was I need something that's really powerful. And I've always thought I don't really have the space for a PC, you know, a complete setup. Um, so this, this certainly does sound like something that would be down my avenue. Uh, the other thing as well for me, at least, is that I, uh, do not like Apple products anymore. I've, I hate them, uh, without, uh, with the passion. Um, and I'm trying to move Far away from that and why is that phase out? Well, because uh, I'm cynical, um, my iPod Classic doesn't work anymore. There is, how a old is it? I uh, it's actually, well, it's the, the most recent iPod Classic before they cancelled, which is
3: what 10 if years that old. That makes
0: sense. Uh, no, four years old. Yeah, that's obsolete in technology yeah. speak. Yeah, well, I like to use it, we'll get it, an, it
3: cost me money. Get an iPhone. Um,
0: no, I don't want an iPhone.
3: See, this is your uh, problem, is you're stuck in the 50s where you have a separate device for everything. That's why they call them smartphones. They can do more than one thing.
0: Yeah, but all I want is my my iPod to play music. That's it. That's I, what a was for. It was perfect because 160 gigs worth of space on it. Uh, I could fill up all my music. I could listen to my music. I could... It would be great. I've actually contemplated moving back to a Discman, because then wow, you really you are a hipster. Quite a lot of. Why don't you music with rig me?
3: up some way to listen to vinyls on the move? You
0: can do. Oh that. my uh, goodness! Let's move on. Jesus. Um,
3: so <laughs> you hate that. Apple because a four-year-old device has died? No, well,
0: I paid I paid four hundred and fifty bucks for it, I think. Uh, so I, I don't think I'm being ridiculous in expecting it to still be able to work. It, it still does work, but. Uh, the latest update has made it unable to sync up with iTunes, uh, which is really frustrating and annoying. Well, they might um, actually
3: patch that to fix it. It might just be a bug, they might which happens burned. in software.
0: I've already burnt down all my bridges with that company. Um, <laughs> so I, I plus the other thing as well is I would like. You know, I'd like to move to being just one particular brand, like Android for example. I know that the surface isn't Android based, but it's definitely not. Uh, it's uh it's a little bit better than an iPad. So that that's yeah. That's my two cents. So
3: speaking of Apple, they are uh, recently announced
1: the I- something the iPad something. Pro. Which yeah. is the dumbest name for an iPad. I, no it's not. I hate it's... to be super passionate, but I, I hate that they announced this. <laughs>
3: But it sort of fits with their product line. You got your MacBook and your MacBook Pro.
1: It does, but so why would you not? It's a, it's an annoying thing because I feel like uh, Apple's going to get a lot of props, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of credit for like putting something out that is, you know, a powerful thing that's in between a tablet and a laptop. And what is it? Because I actually
3: didn't watch the thing, so I have no idea
1: what it is. The iPad Pro is essentially like a a slightly more powerful like iPad Air they're, t- they're saying a lot of things about it but like there's no testing done yet so it's not confirmed they're saying it you have it'll- a USB port? No <laughs> Yep, continue uh, <laughs> I thought that would be the reaction I got there uh, <clears throat> No basically they're saying it'll be more powerful than 90% of um, other tablets slash new sort of laptops on the market but essentially it's like a duplicate of what the surface is, like point nine of an inch larger display. They've got the same keyboard style they're putting out, whereas this thing and it clips on, and um, you know Which it, you've it's got third
3: party ones that have uh, done that. Yeah, for
1: ages. Uh, yeah, essentially, and they're adding a pen, so they're adding what the surface already has.
3: So you're still restricted by Apple's OS and the way that they do things. Not so even will...
1: OS X. You ha- it runs on iOS, a version yeah, of so iOS nine.
3: It's all apps.
1: It's all apps. So I was talking to a a friend of mine who works in sort of a reseller, and we're talking about um, the way they're sort of planning to like let companies manage it. And unlike sort of the Surface and any other like Windows-based system or even OS X, where they just need to make the software for that, you know, OS, and it'll run on anything that runs that OS. The iPad Pro has to have apps made for it that are going to be able to use its power. Otherwise, it's basically just running iPad apps. So if you if you want to do something like run InDesign or Illustrator like I run on the Surface, you've got to wait for Adobe to make a specific app just for the Pro.
3: So would that go the same for... let's oh, What's that big mobile RPG?
1: There, there's a big mobile RPG?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I think it was based on the Unreal Engine. I can't remember what it's called now. So, well, let's go with say you could get Photoshop on your iPad, mm. you'd have to wait until they release Photoshop Pro. Yeah, a specific to app. actually work on the iPad Pro. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Whereas uh, any any Windows software, software of- for mobile or desktop, I could put on that Surface. Yeah. Easy. And it, it just the, installs the same way.
3: The difference is the Surface is a computer and the tablet is a tablet. Yeah, possibly. but
1: they're trying to make the iPad Pro like a, a similar sort of thing. You know, like a tablet that's more than a tablet. Yeah, but it's weird.
3: Until they get out of the confines of how they do software, I don't think that they'll enter the same space as the Surface.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, I just don't want... I'm afraid, I'm so scared that they'll get <laughs> credit for like this idea from sort of like the Mac supporting community. But, I mean... Oh, you're never hmm. going to get away
3: from that. Mac fans are Mac fans, and... Good on them for being so blind, but uh, there's some realists out there that can um, value products for what they are. Mm.
1: I mean, aside from that, Windows is sort of pretty immediately, like within the past couple of days, uh, sent out a press release to a lot of journos to say, if you want to come see what we're doing next with Windows 10 devices, come to, uh, it's called Skylight, at a station in New York on October 6th. And they're gonna—they haven't confirmed anything they're announcing, but I mean, at this point, Windows 10 is out. I'm assuming they're going to talk about Surface Pro 4, which will be built for Windows 10 and probably faster, better, shinier, prettier, whatever, more like Windows 10 phones and, and whatever else they're up to. So, I ho- hopefully you know they announce the Surface 4 and it get some good attention because on it, like it is great. The only issue I have is that. The screen is a little too small to be a laptop and a little too large to be a tablet. It's a 12-inch screen, so it's massive just to hold the thing.
3: Yeah. I I don't think I've held a Surface for too long, Um, but I have used the new iPad Air, and they are incredibly light, Mm. Um, which is one thing they've got going for them, I guess, but yeah. I I still personally don't have a tablet. I can't justify buying one at the moment, Um, but the Surface is the one that I'm looking on simply for the fact that I can run all sorts of different software on it, Um, and I'm not restricted, so...
1: Yeah, well I just needed something to replace my laptop, and it was small, Mm. and I don't need it to be powerful, so I went, I'll get something that's also light, and will like pack away anywhere easy, because it weighs like, less than a kilo. It weighs about 800 grams or something like that with a keyboard.
3: Oh, that's not too bad. No, it's great.
1: It's... It, maybe...
3: Maybe I'll wait till the 4 is officially announced. Now all I right. would wait till the 4.
1: If you're thinking about buying it at the Surface, wait till the goddamn 4.
3: Yeah, and at the very least, I guess the 3 will become cheaper.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: Cool. Anyway, that's about uh, all I've got to say. Very good. Um... Andy... Yes. ...has... Yes! Andy has been... Very aggressive about Batman and talking about how much he hates certain aspects of it. So, uh, yes, the Batmobile. Yep, and you've recently (laughs) played Mad Max and you keep telling me I should play it. But, uh, yes,
0: I thoroughly, yeah, would eat into Metal Gear
3: Solid time. So,
0: I will get to Metal Gear Solid eventually.
3: You haven't played it, so don't comment.
0: I, I I haven't played any of the Metal Gear Solids, but I'm keen to play Metal Gear Solid 5. Cool. It is on my uh, watch list. However, uh, the two games I've played most recently have been uh, Batman Arkham Knight and uh, Mad Max. And the reason why I wanted to discuss both of them is that they're very, 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 very similar. Um, not in story, they're hugely different in story, but the combat is very much the same um in the sense that the, uh, the, uh, the 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 punching combat and stuff like that is very much the same but they're both very much games that are built around uh, cars essentially you do a lot of uh, the main my main complaint apologies for that background noise anyway uh, the main one of the main aspects of um, Batman Arkham Knight is the driving with the Batmobile. And given they put so much focus into the Batmobile and made it such a central thing, uh, in fact, there's, they just shoehorn it into everything, and it's such a cumbersome machine to put, to drive and use. Uh, it's really, really, really tedious. Uh, and you look at a game like Mad Max, for example, which does something very similar uh, in the fact that the combat is very similar, but it also focuses the majority of the game around your car, the Magnum Opus. And it does combat so perfectly. Um, So basically I wanted to complain about, you know, trying to create a game around one particular aspect, which is what they did with Batman Arkham Knight, and not actually pulling it off and making it a really detrimental experience and making it really, really frustrating as well because there's boss fights, there's puzzles in Batman Arkham Knight that it revolve around this one particular thing that is just poorly designed. When you look at Mad Max for example where the, ga- the car itself is a-, a joy to drive, it's absolutely wonderful to drive and it's really really just a, a thrill. Uh, every time that you get a new upgrade for it you actually feel the physical aspect of that upgrade, you, you see it reflected but they know that this is a core element of that particular game. Even though the story is weaker than Batman Arkham Knight, they know, all right, this is our shining light here. This is what we can really do well. We're going to focus on it properly, make sure it's 110% great, and make an enjoyable experience out of it. Um, so essentially my my main gripe is that, yeah, okay, Batman series, they've they've created this great combat system, which a lot of games have copied. Shattered Mortar, uh, Mad Max, for example, have copied that combat system, yet they just try to over overstretch too much and forgot to make an enjoyable experience. It's really, really, really frustrating. I wouldn't
3: call it a great combat system. I was actually... I know you're
0: not a big fan of it, because it, you, as you were saying quite, uh, prior to the podcast, it's
3: punch, punch,
0: block. Yeah,
3: punch, punch, counter, block. Punch, 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 counter. Shadow of Water, I thought, did it better. Um, While at the start, I think it felt more of the same. Once it introduced the Berserker and the other enemy type, um, Mm. having to realise which one you're up against and which way to counter, it made it a lot better. Um, So you felt that in Arkham Knight, the Batmobile was forced upon you rather than it...
0: Very much so. There, there are when you do finally get to actually battle against the Arkham Knight himself. Who is it? It's in a bloody tank.
3: Oh, okay, you, so you don't punch on with the Arkham Knight. You shoot his car. You with You do your car. have
0: a very brief punch down with the Arkham Knight, but it is mostly in a tank. Your main, there are quite a few battle moments which are in tanks, which is just uh, it's disappointing. It's frustrating. This is a game where you're supposed to be playing as Batman, not as the Batmobile, and it handles so. It's it's such a huge machine as well that it bashes outside of buildings and things like that, which just goes against what Batman is. Do
3: you actually it has destroy this, the um, building,
0: or? Well, you almost do. Uh, they magically repair later yeah, yeah. on, but okay. you know, um, and then also if you're passing enemies, it zaps out this massive. A bolt of electricity and shocks them into the side of the
3: building. Automatically. which
0: Automatically, yeah. Which is fine, I get it, but it goes against what Batman is. He's a non-lethal
3: defender of the night. Yeah, but they're know, just kind of incapacitated. Thing. They're not dead. My ass are incapacitated. <laughs> Have you, it's just like a taser. It's like a driving
0: taser. Sure, sure. As I said in my review, it would not be out of place on the Green Mile. Uh, you could Literally, uh, America would be able to, you know, their their uh, capital system where they kill people. I can't. The term is currently escaping me at the moment. Um, would be, you know, it would be fueled for years with the Batmobile. It kills people. It definitely does.
3: Definitely does.
0: Definitely does. It goes it against does. the um,
3: DC ethos. But yes. I mean, you can say that about. This is a little bit off topic, but the Superman movie where he's, you know, battling everyone and half the town gets destroyed and surely people have died in that. But um, Superman's ethos is, you know, don't don't kill as well, so.
0: Yeah, but I understand that in the, the realms of Man of Steel because he will uh, learn that eventually. Nah, I get We're not it. defending that I enjoy Man of Steel, but movie. we're not going to go on about that. <laughs> but it's just that... <laughs> I want to defend it. It's-
3: no, you can't. You-
0: it's a good movie it's a really good movie it's not
3: and we're going it's not a good movie and we're going to move on from that (laughs) it is but
0: essentially my main thing is, is if you're going to create something that is so central to your game and, and create a figure and, and then and then
3: make that figure not available because you can't get it manufactured properly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I look there going back to me being cynical, I honestly think that they went, Fuck, this Batmobile aspect is just terrible. We can't produce a collectible figure for this. We really can't, otherwise people who have paid three hundred bucks for it will hate will hate us. Um Whereas I'm slightly disappointed that there wasn't a more readily available figure of the car that's in, um, in Mad There Max. was,
3: but it was pretty limited, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was very limited. Well, that's yeah. that's
3: why they call them limited editions. Um, ah, is that what it's it, for? It, is, it is disappointing that an element that should complement the gameplay is forced well, upon you more. Um,
0: especially when people have been going, you know what? I I really enjoyed Arkham City. I thought mm. it was very good, but I, I would like to play with the Batmobile. I, I would really like to do that. And then they, you know, they just force it upon you at every opportunity as if to say, you wanted the Batmobile? Well, well, here you go. Yeah. And less is more
3: as well. Um, A little bit goes a long way. And a lot of people were saying that, you know, this is going to be the saviour of the series. It's back in Rocksteady's hands. Blah, blah, blah. But much. No, yeah, I, I didn't buy it. I probably won't buy it. The only one I've played is Arkham City. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it.
0: Um, I think yeah. that's a masterpiece of a game. To be honest, I think it's a great game. It's well paced. Yeah. Uh, the I mean, Arkham Knight has few has a few other flaws. It's it's a if you played the first two, it's very well worth playing. It's not a you know, it's not a terrible game. It's very good. It's very enjoyable, but. It's just the Batmobile. Mm. Oh. So you think and, uh, uh, Arkham Knight uh, did it wrong, Mad Max did it right? Mad Max did it correct, and it's wonderful. Um, I, I, I actually feel kind of sorry for it as well because it came out the same day. It was so bad as, timing.
3: No, it was the day after. Metal Gear Solid was the first, I think Solid Mad Max five. was the second.
0: I, I feel terrible for it because, um, I mean, they, they really couldn't help it. You know, if the game wasn't ready around the time that Fury Road came out, but it would have been a nice tie-in. You know and what? It just unfortunately was the case that yep. um, Mad Max Fury Road came out on Blu-ray the same day that um, Mad Max on PS4 and Xbox One did.
3: A, a month yeah. or two earlier, I think it would have done a lot better. There was a, a yeah. pretty big dry spell we had in quality new releases, so... Yeah. Yeah, real But I'm, release- I'm loving it.
0: It's it's great. It's great. And it looks so good as well. looks fantastic. Uh Sand effects are just... Have you done a review good. yet? I have. I've shot it off. Um, it's it's there, going to go up next week, I
3: think. Very which. good. So, if you're keen to learn more about Mad Max, uh, watch out for Andy's review, uh, where hopefully he doesn't compare it too much to the Batmobile. I don't ever <laughs> In, well, at all. Well I done. done. <laughs> <Work>. <laughs> um, we're going to move on to our next topic... So, TGS is happening at, at the moment, Tokyo Game Show. There's been a bunch of new announcements, but we're not going to focus on that because it's just regurgitating news. Uh, one thing I'm excited for is the Black uh, Bloodborne expansion. The, uh, the old Hunters looks pretty good. Looks like some pretty cool new weapons. Um, be keen to get back into that world. Um, but one pretty big disappointing thing, I guess, from my perspective, is the uh, new Resident (laughs) Evil, um, the Umbrella Core. So, not too much is known about this. I'm going to assume they're putting it as a spin-off and not as the next installment in the Resident Evil series. Um, Capcom and the Resident Evil games aren't a stranger to spin-offs. They did uh, the Umbrella Core in between 5 and 6, or 4 and 5, I think. Um, which didn't get a very good reception. Um, I actually quite liked the Umbrella Core. I I understand... Uh, no, not the Umbrella Core, I'm reading that from the screen. <laughs> um, Operation Raccoon City. That's the one. Um, it was supposed to tell the story from the other side. Uh, you play as... Uh, You play as the... Not the stars unit, the other guys. You play as the Umbrella Troopers going in to Raccoon City. Um, Story-wise, it's average. But, I mean, I can't Mm -hmm. say that Resident Evil stories have really grabbed me too
0: much. Resident Evil, just like Metal Gear Solid, is another series which I have not played. Uh, I I did not like them, but... Do they in this new one in this Umbrella Core are they uh, allowing you to
3: run and gun like they didn't? Well, we'll get we'll get to Umbrella Core in a sec. Um, Sorry, I jumped you, you in. Did, rude you did. You me. jumped ahead. So I joined the oh. I joined the series <laughs> at four, which was the no, it wasn't the last. Five was the last of the more traditional stop to shoot. Um, so four was still more along the lines of survival horror. Five drifted away a little bit. Um then was Operation Raccoon City, which was run and gun, the first run and gun of the series, and I guess that was sort of their test into new waters. Uh it was a clever move of them separating it from the Resident Evil series. Um I could understand that it was separate and appreciated the different game style. Um, you know, the run and gun not having to uh, scrounge for items, um, that sort of thing. Then they bought out 6, and 6 got widely panned for good reason. Um, I actually really enjoyed 6, but that's the only one I've probably yeah, spent a bit of time you with. You would. So six, <laughs> 6 was a bit of an abomination, and I think that was the start of Capcom uh, losing touch with the player base. Um, I think people that have played it from the start appreciate the series a lot more for its horror and its survival horror aspects. Six doesn't really have that. I wouldn't say there were too many moments in six that put you in a true horror environment. Um, and then this new one umbrella core is a third person shooter, a competitive shooter, basically. Um, it looks interesting. Interesting, um, <laughs> interesting, and not particularly in a good way. Mm. I don't think Resident Evil is a strong enough series in this aspect to stand on a, on its own, um, especially if it is going to be a purely competitive game. Um, they've done some interesting things in the past. I think, I think it was Sixes competitive mode. No, Oper- Operation Raccoon City. I played a little bit of the multiplayer in that. Um, and while you still had your traditional team deathmatch, the maps are actually populated by NPC zombies, so it added a little bit more of the aspect of, you know, you're not just looking out for the enemy, or trying to make your way through zombies, and do I use my ammo clearing this room full of zombies, or should I just go around and look for players? And I think that was sort of their... Dabble into the competitive multiplayer scene, but this just looks—I don't know. With
0: it sounds a bit like uh, I, I haven't uh, seen any footage of, of this uh, umbrella. Call, <laughs> Here we but... go. Andy's professional <laughs> view. Yeah, exactly. I, that's I'm full of it. Uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the that uh, Silent Hill game that was on the Vita...
3: Um, no one Book bought a Vita, so you're like the that. only one that knows what's going on in that space.
0: It was a multiplayer dungeon crawler game, Silent Hill. Ju- yeah, Silent Hill. Wow. Yeah, um, that essentially, and uh, multiplayer on the Vita. Um, that essentially, it uh, yeah, you you went through and crawled through dungeons uh, like it was Silent Hill. Um, which good... didn't make any sense of went against what the series was, which sounds like this is going against what the series is. Yeah. Um, which is fine for series to take, you know, different turns, but when it alienates
3: people so much. I, I think that good... they've created a third-person shooter and needed a hook to try and sell it, I guess. And so you you, from a business perspective from them, I guess, they they draw on a popular series that they already have. Um, yeah, and using throwing that Resident yeah. Evil name in will allow them to yeah, get it happens a bit all the time. Traction, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. but it looks purely run and gun. It's a bit hard to tell from the trailer. It did look like there were some NPC zombies in the in the mix. Um, most of the trailer looks like it takes place in one level, so they're making it look like this game has <laughs> uh, one level, even though on some of the uh, zoom-out shots, it had a couple of different locations. So, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if it's going to tie in with any canon of any story. Um, it's still early days, but it just looks like a um, pretty cheap cash-in.
1: Considering there's, you know, cash-in. Killing Floor 2 came out not long ago, and, and people seem to be enjoying that a fair bit, do you yeah. feel like that maybe just brought the possibility, like... to the the attention of Capcom, and they went, oh, people must like this, therefore people probably want, uh, like, a a Resident Evil version of this. Or do you think they legitimately thought this is something that people desperately needed?
3: If if this was a pure co-op game, I'd say, yep, that's definitely the line of thinking they would have taken. Um, Capcom, I don't think traditionally have any strong competitive... FPS, TPS games. Mm. So this would be uh, their first big venture into it, I guess. Um, they do have, don't get me wrong, they've got competitive fighting games, and they seem quite strong in that that area. But um, they've got that area, that market covered quite easily. But if they're not, if they're not good with
0: well, this kind of genre, then, that's the
3: thing. I guess companies are looking for more ways to make money but in an industry that seems risk adverse um, this seems like quite a interesting direction for them to take the game Um, it's a weird direction
1: for the Resident Evil
3: franchise to be honest it is, Uh, I wish they would just get back to making uh, a game that was like 4 let's forget 6 ever happened and move on with our lives (laughs) and get back to a proper Resident Evil game. One day. One day. Otherwise, I mean, the Evil Dead was sort of... Evil Dead? Is that what it's called? Evil Within. Um, was. I was hoping would be that next step, I guess. Mm. And to some degree it was. Um, I just couldn't put myself through the whole game. Um, I get... I I get frustrated, and it was the same frustration I had with um, The Last of Us, with those survival scrounging games. I really dislike it when they force you into a fight, and I got to a few sections in Evil Within where they force you into a fight and force you to use all your ammo, and just like, I'm sick of this,
1: and stop playing. (laughs) Ah, I see what you mean, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the ass being told you have to fight someone when you're, you know, practicing to be the very best sneaker ever.
3: Yeah, that's it. Um, which is one reason you should play Metal Gear Solid, because they don't force you to do <laughs> anything. Um, yeah, so it'd be interesting to see when this is launched, will it be a bigger failure as Titanfall? I think it would be generous to say it would even reach the low levels that Titanfall reached. So uh, we will... Apparently wait.
0: people still, still are quite active with Titanfall, though.
3: Um, uh, in certain areas, if there, there is a yep. there is an area that enjoy it. There, there the are, race. and it was a it was a solid game. Um, not to focus on Titanfall too much, it was a solid game, but lacked content. Yeah, I'll, I'll, that's my quick review of Titanfall. <laughs> um, it's what it's what concerns
0: me about the upcoming Star Wars game. To be honest, yeah, we'll wait and see. That's all I'm saying
3: about that. You're just negative about anything, so. Uh, we're going to leave Andy and his negative comments. That's right. Return to um, positivity.
1: <laughs> return to
3: positivity. So, what's coming out recently? Not much. What do we got? Forza Six just came out. It looks amazing. Uh, I probably yeah. won't buy it because I'm not too much into racing games. Um, Destiny: The Taken King will be taking up all of our editor's time, so we probably won't have any articles up for the next couple of months. <laughs> no, <laughs> but do. <dude. laughs> <laughs> no, he will find time in between waiting for a group to raid when the raid becomes available, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Cool. Did they not just launch them the raids at... No, the... the raid is launching separate to the launch of the game. Let's not get started with that. Um, Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Join us again in and on the Fortnite, and who knows who we'll have on... Um, don't forget to follow us on Facebook facebook.com slash another dungeon there's also an AD Gamers group on Facebook uh, tweet us at uh, another dungeon go to twitch.tv slash another dungeon and follow us there search for us on YouTube we are now actually top of the list when you search for another dungeon thanks to let's uh, no, how to play Card Wars um, oh, so, yes. so give us a follow on that we've still got Dark Souls going up twice a week until I finish the game. Smash through a couple of Didn't bosses. Didn't you already
0: finish it as well?
3: I finished well, you're it, playing it again. about five times. Um, Alright. Yeah, I'm so playing... it's a good game then. Um Yeah, it's a fantastic game. And Scholar of the First Sins has actually changed the game up as well, so I'm running through that uh, for the first time, sort of. Um, Smash through a couple of bosses uh, in the last two episodes, so the next one goes up on Thursday. Um what else are we on twitch.tv slash another dungeon I think I said that that's all Uh, this week's song is brought to us by Dan Bull it's called Generation Gaming fucking love Dan Bull yeah I only just uh, found out to him thanks to Spotify what a legend yeah this does not seem like your kind of music Tim he does Um, some he does some decent stuff so uh, thanks for listening and join us again in a fortnight's
2: time see you then Monopoly was not for me Chess made me stressed out to them Only way I could get down was with pocket electronics and bleaks Ever since my Game Boy made toys obsolete I've been a well-behaved boy that played inside and stayed off the street Yes, I got my electric shocks from Tetris blocks and Mario Land That there wasn't much room for much but mushrooms I was the man, man With a pad in my hand, hammering at it while eating my breakfast Being the best was the plan, beating the rest and leaving them breathless? Please believe me, nobody could beat me at Tetris. I fucking rock, dropping blocks, my like head's off, chopping blocks. I was on some next shit, and I've still got a flame for puzzle games like HD hexic. But when the PC came, my gaming taste became eclectic. This day's grim, it's raining. it's raining, what wonderful weather for games. The sun's blazing, planet stay in this wonderful weather for gaming. I was the geeky one. I really wanted a PC C D run and got it. Eight mega RAM a CRT screen, she was some top kit. Three moments were devoted to keystrokes and the odd click. Far more into dark forces than even the Star Wars kid. And Civilization 2's a brilliant game that you really should play and I still do today. Computer games improve your brain, it's proven, mate. So if you behave in stupid ways, then please refrain from blaming GTA. I really hate excuses, I may just shoot my teacher's face. Nah, I'm already embroiled in getting these Tesla coils ready in my base. The Russians are coming with trucks full of gum and I need to be safe. But maybe the Green Beret could lead the way and see us through. At least till we replace the PC games with PS2. This day is grim, it's raining, what wonderful weather for gaming. The sun's blazing, so let's stay in, it's wonderful weather for gaming. Taking control of somebody else's console with no remorse I was so debauched, my only thoughts were total scores on Tony Hawk Or running amok in smugglers run Smuggling guns and drugs for fun and pulling a gun On any NPC I see I stumble upon GTA 3 made me inclined to kill repeatedly The spinal chills of Silent Hill is still in my mind And creeping me the fuck out Look out, pull out your sawn-off shotgun Cause there's a hot zombie nurse that wants to hurt you And cut off your oxygen But as much as asphyxiation may be lots of fun, I've got a crush, a fixation with PlayStation, I'm in love. So I said to the PS2, me and you need a breather." then in three clicks I'd order an Xbox 360 off eBay. This day is grim, it's raining, raining. what wonderful weather for gaming. The sun's blazing, so let's stay in, it's wonderful weather for gaming. So we switch teams to the 360, glitch free. Lots of slick features, HD, HDD, I don't miss leads. Gears is my gear, but I gets my hits from Hitman. The Bioshock has mass effect as I sink into oblivion. Splinter Cells, mint as well, a Rainbow Six takes no prisoners. It's the business, and the cover system's fucking wicked. They're chucking a frag, line fire from behind piles of rubble, then up in a bag. I'm loving the lack of health packs, putting a plaster on a fracture or a shrapnel gash. What the hell's that? In the new generation of computer gaming, you hold the left trigger halfway down or let the computer do the aiming. So what are you complaining for? The Shut up and improve your gamer score before you get the dreaded Red Wing of Death. This day is grim. It's raining. It's raining. What wonderful weather for gaming. Sun's blazing, David's it's waving, it's wonderful weather for gaming.